0: Welcome back to this week's episode of Unbranded with Miss Dean Loves You. I am your host, Susie Dean. If you have seen any of my TikToks where I shotgun various alcoholic beverages, you might have asked yourself, hmm, I wonder where Susie learned to bite an aluminum can with her mouth and then proceed to chug the contents on a random Wednesday afternoon. Well, I'll tell you, that was my best friend. Colleen Welch. She taught me that a couple of years ago. Colleen and I have been friends for over 10 years and I'm so grateful that she was on the podcast today. What you are about to listen to is an episode and a conversation full of candor, humility, self-awareness. There's going to be a lot of opportunities to giggle and a lot of stuff to learn from Colleen when it comes to health and wellness, therapy, reflecting on our childhoods, moving forward as a result of all that we're learning from our childhoods and from therapy. And you're going to listen to a very candid conversation about the ups and downs of our 10 years of friendship and what that looks like when you do come become a little bit more self-aware. Colleen is a nursing student who lives in North Carolina, and she just has been one of the lights of my life for so long. I know that you guys will enjoy this. I'll talk soon. We have to make a concerted effort to not um, speak over each other, because when we have conversations, it's like um, just pure chaos. And I feel like anyone around us like gets a headache and only we understand what's happening. So,
1: yeah. I, I good have good been job. working on this in therapy because I realize like, I have to say whatever I'm thinking to get it out. Otherwise I'll forget it. Or I have to finish the story or the sentence for people. Otherwise it's like to fill the time up with like, as much like I'm trying to be just efficient. And then she's like, that's called cutting people off. And it's rude. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, this whole time I've just been like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or I'm like, Oh, like wrap it up kind of, or I jump over and I'm, we're both very loud too. I think like, or just like vocally we're, we're not like little oh. meek mice. So, um, yes, I was having a, it needs to be like a tennis match is what she always says. like, talk you listen and then so like I also think I ha- I may be I don't want to say on the spectrum or like I, she does think I have like a, t- a sprinkle of Asperger's because it like physically pains me to not jump out and say what I'm thinking and so and I have mm-hmm. to like she's like no one's going to give you a cue because like she has to practice like certain cues with me to be like okay it's your turn she's like people won't do that in normal conversation. And I'm like, so how do I know?
0: Yeah. She sounds awesome. And you, you sound like an awesome patient. I mean, client, I guess. No, you sound awesome because you sound like you have such a good relationship. I remember when I was with my therapist, I would like get it all out and talk and talk and talk. And then I'd be like, we can end early if you want. And I just like, didn't know what to fill the time with. And I'd be like, I think my problem
1: is I'm too self-aware. Like, I'm very, like, no, these are all my yeah. problems. And she's like, okay, so you're talking to me because we're fixing them, right? I was like, yeah, but I know that I have them. She's like, okay, well, let's – don't stop interrupting people, Colleen. Like, it's just a very – he's very um, blunt about things, which I'm very blunt. So I'm like, okay. At first I was like, okay, so she's kind of a beoch. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, this is – I listen to that effectively because everyone uh, – authoritative has been very passive with me growing up. So I was like, why is it, why am I like, I don't fear her. She's really cool and easy to talk to, but she's like, okay, it's, it's time for you to stop talking now. So I'm like, okay. She's like, "You're that's why you're here to listen to me. And I was like, okay. I'm And I also am really? trying to be more aware of if I do interrupt something, I'm so sorry I interrupted you. You go ahead and finish.
0: I will, oh, if you that, had to take
1: yeah, a shot really for different. every time I said that in a conversation, you would be hammered, Within Hammer. four and a half minutes, Susie. It's so because well, that, it's that's ah. for me to stop myself and be like, okay, li- it makes you a better listener. And that's the thing is, she's like, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Like, yeah. you need to be a better listener. It'll only help you in life. Um, full circle. If I go off on a tangent, just be like, Colleen, stop. Like, stop talking. So I'm like, okay.
0: I want to go back and really quickly just say thank you for saying. That we are both loud people because I've always thought I was a loud person because I can't tell you how many times you and Robbie have stopped me in public places and been like, "Susie, yeah. you're screaming." You do. Do you think you're allowed? I don't I'm, think you're allowed. I'm person.
1: loud, but you okay? You're loud. We're like, you're like, oh fuck, thank you, and I'm like, it's like it, it's like it's alarming <laughs> because you're like exclaiming, like everyone's thinking it, like if but like if you like went to go hand someone something and you missed and like something dropped like it, it's not as chaotic as I'm painting it you'd be like oh fuck like and I'm like Susie it's we're at like a, like a there's like baby right there like it was just it was always very like startling like I know I'm loud but I I think uh through being a child where I was seen not heard kind of thing where I get like nervous if I'm like too many people are, or if I feel like I'm being too loud and like offensive like I'll whisper like you know, like I, like I, unless I'm drinking, then oh, in, in a golly. drinking situation, though, I don't care about what your kid can hear me say. But if like you'll be like at Publix and there's like a four year old behind us and you're like, oh shit, fuck, <laughs> that's when Robbie and I are like, oh my god, Susie, like little, yeah, it builds character. Mm-hmm. They're gonna hear it eventually. It's just why not from the nice lady in Publix or at the grocery store?
0: So why don't you introduce Hi. yourself? <laughs>
1: I'm Coco. That's, that's what made it weird. That's the, the countdown and the why don't you introduce yourself. I'm Susie's best friend. That's what we were waiting for. Um,
0: that's so nice. Yeah. Thank you.
1: I'm excited that you wanted to, to have me on the podcast.
0: It makes me. <laughs> it makes me feel so happy when you say that you're my best friend because so often I think that you don't like me. I think I've mostly gotten over I think that now. To.
1: But you know, it's nice when you're. I think. I think. Yeah, I think. I have to. Like, I literally, you <laughs> said okay with a bumblebee. I was like, she is pissed. She's so pissed. That's an angry. I think sting. I think sting like a bee. She's mad. I did something. <laughs> like, I'm. I was like. No, I, I was spiraling for 15 minutes.
0: Oh my god. I know I've never seen this side of you and the other day when you were like, oh my god am I am I being anxious, anxious of anxious attachment style? you texted me three times in a row. You see like, three it. times in a row
1: because I was it's like sweet, am I so sick. I have a I'm trying to find a happy medium but I'll, but yes, I'm Susie's best friend. I'm Colleen um, of like 10 years
0: now but ten isn't years that nice.
1: Oh, yeah. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Like ten years and a few. Like months. ten years and some change. But isn't it so nice when your best friend acknowledges you as their best friend also? Yes, I think so but nice.
1: I don't know. I'm not married yet. But is Robbie your best friend, or do you say he's my husband's best friend? Yeah. We're all, oh, best we're all best friends. You made a very. College because you are like oh and and my other best friend does the same thing where you can't have more than one best friend you 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 no, 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 no. you wouldn't say it but you'd be like oh she's your best friend or like i i feel like i use the term oh, best friend like well, yeah. oh like if i see a like i just i don't know you're not an acquaint like i don't think of anyone as acquaintances or like I, I guess I can't keep, keep people strangers, but I was like, oh yeah, like that's my best friend. Like if I haven't talked to them in three years, I still consider them my best friend. But you and specific people would be like, oh, she's, I'm not your best friend. She's your best friend. A little competitive. Because you did call everyone your
0: best friend. But for me, I'm like, Colleen's like my yeah, number one best, best friend. can tell And am I just you like lumped me. in?
1: Am I just like lumped and in with all these other people? Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. were, I was very, I think from the beginning, it was very interesting because you were the only person who had a relationship with your mom the way that I had with my mom. I thought I was like one and mm. I was like, oh, I'm the only yeah. person. And then I was like, wait, did we just become best friends? Like <laughs> literally, I think we became yeah. best friends the first yeah, time we met. I think we, we really, years like- and I haven't told you this? Or like, do you, like- I'm sorry
0: like recounted no, how like we I met told or you, you like that best I'm friend uh, that you me like. and I love you oh I love you too I think it's been nice because over the past like I don't know maybe like two years you've been more intentional about doing yeah that which I
1: never ever did I was like mm. which I hate but I get why I did it it's a it's a being vulnerable is, is and currently is very hard for me
0: Aside from being my best friend, you're also the reason that I love shotgunning things.
1: Okay. I feel like, uh, best friend the best friend, I didn't get enough credit for, you. I, I I, got a little feature in a TikTok, like someone taught me how to do, I was like, someone taught, I raised you on how to do, I brought yeah, you, you did. up. I, yeah. you were appalled the first time. I was like, that was a very fair do most people are it's very yeah i don't want to say it's a fence it is just it's a feral thing to do to bite into a can and then drink it within like five Mm -hmm. seconds i mean Mm -hmm. it's cool it's never not it doesn't ever like break the ice like i've done it at many situations where i was like but now as a professional and older colleen um, I have learned to turn away and people will be like, oh my God, how'd you like um, Brian's like work events and stuff where I'm like, I want to, you know, these people to know, cause I, I think I am pretty like put together sometimes. Um, it's just something about biting into a can. So I'll kind of like turn away and do it. And then like, and people are like, oh my God, how'd you open that so fast? I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I like still it's there. like, I feel like I'm like you... changed. Like it, that's growing up. is like, it's still there. I just am not on top of an elevated service, like, sorry, my, smashing my, against my head, you know?
0: You are the absolute... Oh, yeah. so anyways, I was a single parent to Susie,
1: teaching um, her how to shot. I completely... And then you started doing it, and then you started getting good, yeah. like, better than me, and I was like, I've created a monster. You do it faster than me, for sure. Well, you... I have not shot really? I was, like, dreading. I literally bought, like, Corona Light, because I was like, what beer do I shotgun... That I'm not at like a tailgate, like I'm, you know. Oh, we, I mean, we have fun, we make drinks, oh, and, well, beers so in our house, to... but like, I don't think I've. It's been a minute. So you, you, I. What is it like? The master or the, the student becomes the teacher. The student has I, yeah, become yeah. the
0: master. Well, I asked Robbie to get me beers, and he got me IPAs. You're not. No, you're not. So no, you're not. We'll see how this goes. You're gonna chug yeah. an. i are gonna shop. I mean, yeah, hazy. IPA. Why did you start biting in the cans?
1: I, oh, I grew up in South Florida, the southern most point of Florida, um, the Keys. And many of times, <laughs> um, not that I condone underage drinking, um, I don't encourage it. Uh, many of times we were in situations or like mostly on the boat where you don't have keys or anything. Also, not driving, you know, whatever. you didn't have the tools, like they don't make brands like a thing opener. So a lot of times it was like a struggle. And I remember this girl, I was a freshman in high school um, and she was a senior and I was only on the boat because my best friend was her, her, my best friend's sister was her best friend. So I saw her do it. And I was like, I wanna be like her, like that was cool. And I was like, so... And she taught me all about essentially like the anatomy of the can, like the air pocket and what you have to do and how to... Like I've never, knock on wood, never cut myself. I've never tipped a tooth. Like that's what your canines are for. Like that's why, like, you know, the, that's not what they're for to penetrate aluminum cans. But like they're, they're very strong <laughs> and had, like how to do it. And she's like, that will be a tool that you will use for the rest of your life. And I mean, your wedding, your like... Yep, come on, that was
0: the most iconic pictures. Like in the, literally in the living room, you now just I
1: mean, on I was, any old day. I'm like, yeah, that's your wedding gift because.
0: Yeah, yes, it was, and I'm so grateful because Robbie.
1: Do you he, remember Robbie, when you did you bite ro- into Robbie's, or does he he doesn't bite it? Does he? He doesn't. But in for things. those pictures, oh no, it's just you doing it.
0: He's oh, he's. Yeah, I don't want him upstaging me.
1: He's drinking like really nice you- whiskey from a from a chill nice glass with like one of those big ice. Oh my God, that's amazing. Do
0: you remember when you taught me? Were we in college or was it when you were like living was with my parents? No, we, yeah, yeah, I think it was college.
1: No. Yeah, because when we would go to like the, the Taco Tuesday group now, all pre-babies and a lot of pre- wedding married yeah, yeah. um we yeah. would go out and you'd be like come here colleen like show them what you can do like it, like it was like a party trick like a toy like i was a toy like you'd be like no oh, watch her watch her shock yeah. in the spirit and i like i remember one time i like beat like all the guys and they were just like and i was like that's
0: no i, I love know. that it's yes
1: awesome. i love showing you off
0: like an object yeah, it's fun and then i would be so proud of you you are the original teachers. So walk me through step-by-step step how to shotgun when. a beer.
1: So a uh, room temperature beer, one that has been out of the cooler or refrigerator um, for at least, like you don't want a warm or like hot beer. So like 10 to 15 minutes, like this is probably, I wrapped a dish towel in this, so it wasn't so brothy. Um, mm-hmm. I am right dominant. So I always tilt the can. I also need to be careful because I'm just going to shock and shook it up here. Um, And kind of there is an air pocket. I don't know how much truth that you can feel it, though, because when you try and bite into somewhere else, it's like it's tough. Um, So I I don't know. I just kind of like align it and get it kind of in the center. And then oh god, this is like a tall skinny can. It's a little different. Um, Do we have short cans? No. And then you just kind of take your canine, and you just bite, like, you'll hear it like, and it should, if you go in the right way, the right angle, it should give you enough of a hole that you can then stick your fingernail in and just. Yeah. So that, that foam, oh quick. Wow. That's been a minute, but you can kind of see, I don't want to hold it over okay. Brian's computer because, but there's like a little good side gash, but yeah, it's kind of.
0: Okay, but, what is our next move?
1: There's a tiny little slit. Um, so you're going to take your thumbnail. I don't usually have longer nails, so if you need to use something else, now's the time to do it. Just be self-aware. And then just, but the way that your tooth is, it's smooth enough where, where I feel like keys sometimes make it jagged. Mm. Tooth is smooth. So I always have like the, like, this is very smooth. And, you put it to your mouth and then pop the tab and ch- Are we doing it? Yeah. Yeah, what? I think so. What? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: Three, two, one. Uh
1: uh, uh uh. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: I just threw up foam. I'm so embarrassed. I shotgun things all the time.
1: I feel like, you know, when people um, do something, I I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's okay. There's always tomorrow. (laughs) Was it because I was sitting down? I always have to stand up. Sitting down and trying to shotgun a beer. I mean, you can do it. Okay, let's.
0: Let's move on.
1: Okay. I took another one. Out of the- I, I also, you were working, all those odds were against you. I'm the also motivational sick. You're sick. The motivational speech really messed up the vibe. Va- Conrad, he found the one squeaky toy I freaking hit. Thunderstruck by ACDC. That's usually what really yeah! gets. Or, or Shania Twain. Uh, man, I feel like a woman. The beginning. But like, well, you, claw- you, you shoot one back. Um, the motivational speech, and then um, the the hazy IPA. I can't even sip those without like, whoop, like that's like a. And you're sitting in like the same chair you nurse Hawthorne.
0: Also, I I always tell people we do not shotgun IPAs. IPAs are meant to no, be. no no
1: no
0: no no. no. And I. Then- Someone no. challenged me to shotgun an IPA, and I was like, uh, I don't are know. Are they me
1: personally, or are they just trying to like? <laughs> and then
0: Robbie brings home IPAs, and he knew it was for
1: this. I was gonna say, wait, did you tell him why, or was he like, oh, Susan had a bad week? Like, no, he knew.
0: He knew. I'm also going through like a no alcohol era in my life. That
1: was a Corona Corona Extra, which is I think right next to Premiere, is the lightest. Corona beer you can get, and that was painful for me because I hate it. Alcohol in my body. We just need to embrace this time in You're our awesome. lives.
0: Yeah, like I, I'm in an era where I'm, I'm doing, I'm spending my day intentionally choosing activities and foods that will lead to deep, deep sleep. Deep sleep. All day. Yes, from the moment I wake up. Eyes in the sun, water, time outside walking, um, the time that I eat dinner, no alcohol, no caffeine pass two, all for my sleep. And then I have a very intricate nighttime routine where I start my bath, but I turn off all of the overhead lights. So I have very low lighting in the bathroom. And then I transition from the low lighting in the bathroom to then the no light or very minimal light in my bedroom. And then I read on my Kindle and then that's how I like guide my way into
1: sleep. Optimal sleep has, I think with our age, which at 28 sounds annoying, is very true. I like waking up and feeling good. I like waking up and being like, there was so, there were so many years. And I think listening to you and Robbie talk about it, I think we've always kind of you don't know how bad you feel until you start taking care of yourself, and then you're like, "Wait, yeah. how did I not just live? How did I go to work? I like that? How did I go to school and like step? Like I like it concerns me that I created so much cortisol for myself because we. I mean, even yesterday, I was like, "Let's go." you know, Brian had a long crazy week. I was like, let's go by the beach. It's beautiful. It like, it's been really cold and like wet here. Like it's beautiful. Let's go get some cocktails. We each had one and I was like, I want to go home. Like I, I this is just not, not like I want to go home, like isolate. I just, I don't want to be drinking. The lady next to me is hammered and is being so obnoxious. And I just, I could feel it going down. It was like, a, I have been not splurging, but probably spending more money. Like I feel like I'm spending more money on one bottle of wine or one something alcohols that will not make me feel so bad versus like a lot of like, you know, like, like cheaper wine to just like have in the house. And I could immediately feel the headache coming on. And I was just like, I want to wake up in the morning and run and I have a list full of things I want to get done around the house. And I don't want to feel like, I feel like two uh, two drinks now, I'm, like, hungover. Like, ill. Oh,
0: I know. And it's just,
1: I don't know. It's not. So, shotgunning, that was difficult because it's, like, not that one beer is going to make me feel bad. I'm probably in a great mood. I'm going to get, a, like, just a little busy buzz and clean my house. But, yeah, there's something about, I think I've been going down a lot of rabbit holes of, like, nutrition and, like, health and, everything around us and feeling good. And I'm like, it is crazy how little it takes. It is, it is a privilege to be able to, um, have the resources to like, get like, you know, like vitamins and, and healthy food is expensive. Like good organic vegetables are not cheap. And I've been like doing these fruit washes and all this stuff trying to like, and like, like I I don't know. I feel like I've always like I've never been a fast food eater. Like even like Chick-fil-A like makes me feel weird. Like the oils thing, the seed oils. It it's real. I've been on that train for a long time and um I I feel like I'm trying to be really in touch with my body and I don't know. I I've been that way for a long time, but now cooking and seeing how Brian, he's like, wow, I feel really good. Like he literally I was like, stop drinking beer. Stop drinking beer and eat my meal plan and see how you feel. And he's lost like 12 pounds unintentionally. He's not, and like, you're, you know, everybody is beautiful. That's fine. But like when you are uh, like getting optimal, s- like sleep and energy, I was like, I turned 28. I was like, I'm annoying. Like, this is like, I'm not even taking melatonin anymore. I'm taking just straight up mag, all mags, all yes. magnesium. I mag- love
0: magnesium.
1: Oh my gosh. That and like I'm literally drinking hot like green tea instead of coffee. I. I But I know I don't know who I am. I don't know.
0: Oh, you have to have these minerals. Lauren and Michael talked about them. Do you still listen to them?
1: Oh, religiously. That's Mm -hmm. my that's my church.
0: They had they had the um, water and wellness guy. Mm-hmm. The Quintan mineral water and I am
1: I'm am, um, meeting with a holistic practitioner and her big thing was before you try supplements, let's look at this. So I'm trying to minimize like my supplement purchases from shout out to Lauren and Michael Bostic to three a month because I'm like, whew, I was like trying to be better and like look at my like bank account statements and stuff. Uh, and I was like,
0: that's so stupid.
1: Your girl loves a good wellness. I think I used to love clothes and shopping. And then have you watched that video about fast fashion? No. You won't want to watch it. You'll stop going to Target. Ah, oh, man. you it's, it's good knowledge to know and to have. Um, but I feel like I kind of used to like shop and love clothes and things. I still do. But um, wellness has been my real kick and it's, I mean, I feel good. Like I feel like I look okay. Like I got asked for my ID yesterday. Ooh, I got carded, and I was like, Ooh.
0: "Very nice,
1: so lovely." But-
0: I know I could spend so much money on wellness stuff on any of the like drink mixes. I love doing supplements because it makes me feel like I'm doing something for my health. I've now, been do you hearing
1: with what you're taking and how you're feeling. No. Okay. I would recommend... I just got a tiny... I I don't want to cut you off. I'm sorry for cutting you off. (laughs) I want to add, I stopped taking things and started taking other things because I was like, okay, they say like three to six months. I mean, think of how long your body has gone without you paying attention to it. So it's going to take a while for like the three to six month rule. I always tell anyone who asks me like what I take and if it works, I'm like, you have to give it nine months. Give it nine, truly nine months. You are committed every day. Cause they're like, you build a habit in 21 days. I'm like, okay, well, your body is getting this new thing. It hasn't had, and it doesn't know about like, and some people are like some people who drink, they're like, Oh, bone broth is so good. If you go to a holistic practitioner and they do the um, Dutch test, the stomach, like blood and urine test. um, So they test your, your um, stool. Your urine and your blood, and it's like reactive to things. There are some people who are reactive to bone broth, but because it's healthy in in that market, they're like, "Well, I should drink it." I'm like, "You can have other broths, but so six to nine months, and excuse me, what you're taking, how much you're taking it, and how you feel that day. Even if you're like, you know, you're having a stressful day, or you know, the baby's sick, or you're sick. Just like you would journal your thoughts, journal the way you feel morning and if you're taking like a nighttime supplement and i went back and it was a holistic practitioner that rec- like suggests that to me and i went back like you know my attention span i cannot do anything and i was like i really want to see if this is something is it me is it environmental like what's going on is it hormonal and i could see the change of like i woke up this morning at 5 30 and i did not hate my life I, like i did not drag my feet like i got up on the first thing and and it's it's cool to see like stuff like that work.
0: I feel like I wouldn't be able to get a good idea of what my supplements are doing unless I started journaling when I stopped taking them. Okay. Cuz like yeah. you know like right now I don't I don't know how I feel. Like right now is my baseline while I'm taking all of them. And then That's I feel true. like I would have to do them one at a time. But I will so- say there was a time when my magnesium ran out, and I could tell
1: you sleep noticed. wasn't
0: good. Daytime stress was higher. Um, I think those are probably the two things, and I was just yearning and waiting for. you can my feel it. That's a good yeah.
1: point. I think I, if you're taking, if you feel like you're taking, because I take, I get a little. I mean, I've been on. I've been taking prenatals since I was like 19. I think that's the best thing. I, it honestly, like science backs it up for like even if you're not trying to conceive like the benefits of like the amount of folate and B12 and like mm-hmm. calcium iron, it, it's all amazing. But you know that I think I told you that in college, like I was like everyone yeah. should take prenatal vitamins. You got um, me on
0: prenatal vitamins in college.
1: Yeah. Which sounds like I would say and people would be like, okay. yeah. And I'm like, no, like look at the, and you can usually take it. If you take a good one, you can take it. And it has everything you need. It's good for your heart health. It's good for, so but the pack that i have is six i use um not sponsored yet parallel um i use parallel it's great um they have pre post so like they have um pregnancy like different terms post like um postpartum like different supplements for you if you're trying to conceive if you're trying to but but the looking at the supplements um I take like six of them. So overall in a day, I probably take like 12 supplements where I was taking 20 and I was like, okay, this is how I feel. This is how I feel. And I was taking extra stuff that I had heard on TikTok or like her and I didn't need it. So it was like, I don't know. I think it's, it's a great resource, but like, yeah, drinking has not been my friend. I hate it because I don't hate it. I love it. I love that I'm coming to my own identity. I think drinking for a long time for both of us. It's just like we grew up in college and like, that was the thing to do. It was, it's a very social thing. You can do it. And it like, you know, but I think now I'm coming into a place in my life where I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I think my personality is, this is who I am. Like, uh, like you've been there when people have asked like, Oh, like how much did she had to drink? I'm like, nothing. This is yeah. me. Like, yeah. I, I could not also funny story with the supplements also do your research, like true NIH, like lookup stuff because I have a really good friend and she was like, yeah, like my, you know, she started having all these things. So I love that before her doctor prescribed her something, you know, they were like, why don't you try magnesium? Did not specify which type there's five Ooh. types of magnesium magnesium citrate will we used to call it shit treat in the hospital cuz it makes you poop your pants she was taking it she wanted to take it for which is great if you're a constipator have mm-hmm. bowel um when you want to take it to sleep and you're about to poop your pants that's yes, you know, yes. magnesium is a very big um but she was like how would i have known that and i was like that's why i mean even love that he recommended that but you you have to ask, like you have to be like literally. I used to tell people like this is the brand, this is how much, this is the name because not that I'm a prescriber or anything, but like when people ask me for recommendations or suggestions, I'm like no because there's so. And when you get to like a I don't know, but I just thought that was so funny and humbling that she was sitting there at dinner. She's like, wait, what? Like, and it was just this like aha moment. I'm like, oh my god, have you been trying to go to sleep and even just having to poop. <laughs> Poor thing. I know that
0: happened to me. I had to go through that too. I was buying I, my my midwife told me to take magnesium through pregnancy because I really needed my I really wanted my clonazepam and I was stressed and anxious and like shaking all day. You These your common when you're pregnant. I'm sure you can. I had tried it before. It didn't really do much for me. She said magnesium and I just bought the magnesium from Publix. And yeah, well, she also she also prescribed it or suggested it because I don't poop. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I mean,
1: that's cool. Well, but I now... The magnesium you took probably would have been good, but... Yeah,
0: yeah. But now I've been listening to Lauren and Michael found out about all of the most bioavailable and best types of magnesium. And now I'm very picky about... The brands I use for my supplements, but if I were to narrow it down, I think the ones that I probably just could not live without are magnesium, beef liver, and prenatals.
1: Do you take the ancestral supplements? We're going off on a tangent, but okay. No,
0: that's okay. Do you okay. M
1: one, or have what? you read about that one? It's by ancestral supplements. It's called FEM. There's like one for males and one for females, which oh. and just it just targets different things. But I I'm about to get on the Jennifer, my cousin, um, who's in chiropractic yeah. school, is a big ancestral living. Like they're very raw. Also, um, can we please acknowledge that we just went from how to shop gonna beer to the supplements that we're wellness,
0: taking? health and wellness.
1: Yeah, it's balance, baby. It's yeah, the growth it of our friendship. Like as we get older, like
0: <laughs> I know, I know, we're going through the ages.
1: But I love I'm I that should make me excited. I love that you're getting good sleep. Because for a long time, Suze, you were not like for like you were yeah. You were a very you were not going to the bathroom and you were not sleeping well. No,
0: you don't realize how poorly you were sleeping until you sleep well again. Especially during preg- especially during early pregnancy when I couldn't take my Xanax. I had chosen to get off of my antidepressants. I was nervous about losing the baby after having a miscarriage and I was stressed about school. I was just waking up multiple times throughout the night, waking up oftentimes shaking, um, very light, light sleep. And now, I mean, it's incredible. I just like, I'll sleep through the night. I, I might get up once to go to the bathroom, but I mean, that's moon. You, you, you would
1: wake up all the time just to pee but
0: yeah no. I think that my c-section I swear they move some stuff around in there I do not have to pee nearly as much since
1: but you're so, I was. you're still so peeing right I didn't put the wrong thing in the uh, wrong place did
0: no I? I'm still peeing um but since I was I'm gutted like, I am peeing much more normally and I'll like I won't have to go as bad with such little pee. Like, you know, when you have a UTI, I know that you have experience with this when you, I guess you feel like you have to pee all the time and it's like only
1: a little, it's little bit, fancy, but it's just a yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think that's what I was going through. And now I can like wait a lot longer and it's not, not which in an also, unhealthy way, but
1: also the UTI thing was a lot of um, supplement. Like I was like a lot of vitamin deficient. Oh. I was vitamin D deficient, oh. which I I was like not thinking i think sometimes very textbooky like very like i think like i don't know i I don't correlate a lot with that and i was like it it is amazing when you find a practitioner that actually like what's your like you know vitamin d and i'm like i was working i'm working at night full-time so i'm like oh i can take that and they're like it's way better you have to get in the sun like i thought i was gonna have to get on an antidepressant and then they did my they did my labs for my hormones and my vitamin D, which your vitamin D, E, K, that's all hormone. I was, it was like, like, like astounding how low it was. I had to get the first couple of times I had to take, it was like 2000 milligrams. I could only take it once every two months because. Wow. And I was like, Oh wait, is this how everyone feels? Like, cause I was sleepy, lethargic. I had definitely had situational depression after dad died. But like, I mean, I had like, was in grief counseling and therapy. And like I knew, but I was just like miserable. And she's like, well, yeah, you moved from South Florida to somewhere where there's seasons and true winters where it's dark. Like I was going to work and coming home and it was, I mean, it was dark all the time. So she's like, you're vitamin D. And I took one of those suckers and I was like, And she's like, I'm only going to give you this to get you started. And then, you know, I have to do the same thing. I wake up immediately in the sun. Eyes are stimulated. No sunglasses, like stimulated, like for 20 minutes, sunscreen on, whatever. But, and I was like, wait, is this how everybody feels? Like this is, I was like, I, I, it was insane. I'm like, I can't believe I've just been like, so like, oh, like, so I think the mommy issues have been really, no. Yeah. Yeah. How do, (laughs) how
0: do mommy issues manifest? What does that look like when you have when no. you're a girl with mommy issues?
1: Do you think the girls with daddy issues are bad? The girls with mommy issues. I didn't realize how, and that's what I'll, I'll, I'm just going to be totally transparent. I had a great childhood. I, <laughs> that's I, not I, no, you did. That's I not don't why we're remember, laughing. I don't remember a lot of my childhood. And I, and I'm not gonna be like oh, it was traumatizing. I do talk to a child PTSD therapist, like childhood, like specific, because I'm like, why don't I remember? And she's like, well, yeah. this is different than the one who was like, you have two ears, one mouth shut. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a really beautiful childhood. I you just have to be ready to be a parent, and I think our generation is learning that the generation before us was in a very like, Ooh, money's not good. I haven't talked about the skeletons in my closet and the relationship with my parents. And I'm going to have a baby like, and I just love, love my, love my parents, but I, I'm doing some real, we have to dive into it, but, it, it's so mommy issues are typically you have a uh, in my situation and in most there's a whole group of us in the world in the country um I had a very narcissistic mother um who looked at me as a little part of her not my own individual self in person so everything I would do is because, that's what mom that's just the only way I didn't have I have a hard time now like when people are like what what's your hobby I'm like I I had a hard time I know what's uh, okay it's it's a very difficult question but like identifying your own self and your own traits like I Mm. always was like what do my parents want me to be or who do they want me to be and like I um so narcissistic parent who is typically it's unfortunate but is a little bit um jealous or insecure about their, I mean, I, my, my mom is beautiful. My parents are, are both, you know, beautiful people, but I had, my mom had dark hair and tan skin and, um, dark eyes. And I had came out bright blonde hair, big blue eyes and, and people commented on it. And, um, I think to cope with it instead of my mom being like, Well, like she's a whole person with like a sense of humor and a sense of self. And she would just capitalize on it and be like, we're going, um, you're missing school today and you're going to go do uh, an audition for old Navy. So you can be a model because, and she would just be like, looks like very superficial. So I found like only value and love and appreciation through like physical, like how do you look and like your, which is so like, I know that's not who she is, but. And now as an adult, I'm like, well, you know, like, who am I? What do I want? And I think a lot of my talking loud, being very showy, being very flaky, not people, not being able to depend on me, not being vulnerable and pushing people away to see if they'll come back. And like, I put oh, you yeah. through the ringer in college. Like oh, yeah, you as a did. best friend, oh, my God. I was a horrible best friend. Like I literally was like, so terrible because I was like well I can treat her like this and if she really wants to be my friend she'll come back and or she'll say sorry and you did and then finally you were like nope like you put your foot down and there's what six months that we didn't talk that was the only like yeah. br- like time in our I don't even think it was a fight I think it was like I know exactly what happened Probably. I know exactly what happened too it, it was something about my appearance something so superficial and I instead of being a girl, I'm being like, Susie, that made me feel really like hurt. Like, yeah. And like, also why, why do I care? I don't care if I get, you know, it's so superficial. That's the thing is the physical appearance, but that was, that was worth in value. I'm like, Oh, she's so beautiful that if I didn't like seem like I was perceived that way, that you said something very simple. And I went over the top. So, yeah, I I said something very simple
0: and I knew I was like, I know Colleen misunderstood the intention Mm -hmm. and the meaning of what Mm -hmm. I said. And I said that to you when you were like being awful to me and like not responding to my text messages, just like Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. paragraphs and paragraphs of awful things to me. I was like, Colleen, you're missing I think I was like, Colleen, I think this is what you thought I said and meant, but this Mm -hmm. is what I actually said and meant. Mm -hmm. And I understand why you're upset, because you think that that's what i said but that's not and you it still wasn't mm-hmm. yeah it took a while and then i made you you like were finally ready to apologize and i said no you're apologizing not over text you're apologizing to my face mm-hmm. in public and i then turned around and i put you through the ringer because i uh-huh. knew your biggest fear was i don't know admitting fault um, Being wrong, just like facing facing your mistakes, was mm-hmm. not something you wanted to do. Oh, I always ran so away. I was
1: I'd like one way ticket to Costa Rica when I didn't get into nursing school the full time, the first time. Full, so, yeah, like fully understand. Like I was just so a lot of tendencies. I won't point blame. A lot of what I saw was avoidance, and what and what I knew was people that were just you just. I just made everyone work so hard. And it was, it honestly, it was friends like you and like the true friends that are in my life. And like being in a relationship with someone's like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. I can't read your mind. And like, yeah, you're wrong. It's okay. You're wrong. But like, literally I would, I would argue and be like, no, the sky's not blue. It's green. And like, that was it. And I didn't want to hear anything else. And I, I'm so sorry because we wasted so much fun time of our lives. Like, just not talking. And it was so, it was, it was weird. We weren't working together, so we didn't have to, but we still lived in the same, do we even still live in the same apartment? So I was just, how, how selfish. Yeah. I, I now, uh, another thing I have to, when I interrupt people and I'm like, I'm so sorry I interrupted you. Like now I'm the first thing I say is usually with Brian. Cause he's my, significant other who we live together and I'm usually wrong. Uh, That was so wrong of me. I'm so sorry. Do you forgive me? That was wrong. What I did was wrong. I'm like, it's so easy. It's so easy. I I I didn't kill somebody. Like I literally was just like, no, you said that. And you said this time and it wasn't that time. Like it's so easy. It's so much easier to
0: immediately just like, it's It's so much easier to just immediately put your ego aside and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And then the other person is usually like, Oh, it's not a big deal, and then you move on. Versus, if you avoid it, the longer you avoid it and don't admit that you were wrong, the more your ego grows, and the more the other person is just resenting you, and that's oh, even oh. more awkward.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, with the mommy issues, is the ego is number one because I had to always think about me and me only as an adult. As a child, I was always thinking about other everyone else's feelings, everyone else's emotions, how. You know, I, I had I realize now with lots of help and assistant being told at eight years old that you're so mature for your age was not oh. a good. Not good. Um. So yeah, no, ugh, don't get all more bad. But it is. I mean, it's. I don't want to get all like, but it is a very everyday. I I know that I'm growing, um, because I, I know I'm wrong. where are like five, six years ago. I've been like. Mm. I can't be wrong, but I, I know a lot of it is pride and ego. And when you watch how people argue as a kid mm-hmm. and when that's what you're like, it's very passive. It was very, you know, get into an argument. And then the next day everyone, we're cooking breakfast and everything's fine. No one apologized. No one talked about like their true emotions. So I shoved those down. So yeah, being that was, I think that was a huge pivotal fight of like, oh wait, people will not hang around. And like I remember my dad always saying like you can be an asshole but you're gonna be really lonely like people will only tolerate so much like of what you're going through like you can only be you know if something happens to you you kind of get like the card like I, I would call it the the DDC the dead dad card where I'm like mm, that's my card <laughs> that's my humor though that's why I like I know, I know that's that's terrible but like sometimes even just like the smallest thing with Brian I'm like. DDC. And he's like, Colleen, like you, you spilled something and you didn't wipe it up. Like, I'm like, like not anything big or like, but it is like, there's certain, you get a certain time of like just softness and like a little bit. Okay. Like, you know, I'll give you that one. But then it's like, when you keep doing it, it's like, okay, that's just who you are. And I was like, this is, I, it literally took probably a year after dad dying. I was like, I don't want to be this person. Like, this is not a fun, I want to be someone that when I say I'm going to do something a podcast picking them up dropping something off something so simple i want to i want them to know it's going to get done not like oh i don't know she could flake like i was very flaky in our friendship like you why i'm not that cool why did you stay around did you just see potential in me
0: yeah i knew who so, you were at your best yeah. Because there were kind, there were two ki- times when you put me through the ringer. There was the time in college when we got into a fight, uh-huh. and then there was the time right before you lived with my parents, where yeah, you, was... yeah, where mm-hmm. you were not, you weren't being mean to me, but you were very much not nurturing our friendship the way that I wanted and expected. That was when
1: Dad said y- you are going to lose good people. Yes. and when I moved, I moved.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. had to. And that was that was the that was all it took. But I think I knew who you were at your best. And through the initial fight and through that one period, I kept saying to myself, or I kept saying to Robbie, I know that this isn't a result of me. This is something that she's going through. And I know that if I stay here and I'm here for her and I I'm someone she can rely on and I'm someone who's like steady that she's going to appreciate that later and that's going to be like a touchstone for her to like grow off of and it was hard but I knew that I knew that it was yeah I knew that it was something that you needed um and I knew that I mean there was like a selfish part too I was like she's gonna come back and she's gonna apologize and she's gonna be like oh my god Susie you're so great like why did you treat me like that and I'd be like I know I'm so great
1: like like, right now yeah no, you are. You were, the, you were the first person who's like, you have to stop behaving like that. Like you, you can't, or like you will lose me as a friend. And to me, that's when I was like, okay, maybe my ego, when I went to therapy and said, I think I'm a narcissist. And she said, I know you're not a narcissist because yeah. you just asked. That, I was like, okay, so there, so you're saying there's a chance when, <laughs> like, when I go back and I look at it, I'm like, I, instead of beating myself up, I have to realize like, okay, your person, you were going through it. You have very patient friends, but like you, that is how I knew it was there, and I was there when losing you was more important than my ego that I had for so long that protected me for so long. Like that's why. Did you notice I'd go through like, I mean, between you and m- my other best friend Maureen, like I mean, I'm not gonna like I don't have to not say your name, but like before that, I would go through like phases of people because I think it wasn't like they couldn't tolerate me. I was just like, okay. Like I don't want to say I use people either, but it was a very, like, you know, I had to keep it. I was like, Oh, they're learning my, my tricks. I gotta, you know, like keep it. Oh. No. Uh, now looking back on it, I'm like, I've anyone, I feel like it's kind of like um, it is like friendship recovery. I've had to go back and mm. I've sent you things that, you know, but it is, like, actions speak louder than words. Like, how do you show up for somebody and, like, like be different? Like, say you, you say you're going to be different or you apologize for how you act. Like, don't act like that again. And I think if we were – I don't know what we would get into a disagreement or a fight now. But, like, I mean, it's been 10 years. And, like, it, whatever were to, to happen, I I think I'm now, like, yeah, I'm wrong a lot of times. She's not going to stop loving you. You don't have to fight to be right. Like, it's just being, being there is so – so no, you were real, you deserve a, a trophy or like a statue or something because you were patient. You were patient with me when I wasn't even patient with me. Like I was like, I would hear myself talk sometimes and be like, oh Ugh. <laughs> and then I would go and chop in a beer and be like, mm, well, I'll find a new friend. Like oh I'll, God. I'm like, Oh yeah. So, you know, something that
0: you can add, you just said you want to be the person that, um, Pick something up when you say you say you will, or drop something off. Um, yeah. Do the podcast. Something that you can add to that list is getting Susie a trophy for her birthday. A trophy? Yeah, you just said I deserve. Oh a trophy. Oh, oh
1: oh 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 yeah! I thought you were saying for shotgunning. I was like, sister, we need to go after back that. And-
0: I do not
1: deserve it. But what a beautiful way to stay humble. No, I will get you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I feel I wake up every day and feel selfish and don't feel good about myself that I have not come to see you and your baby.
0: You know what you should feel bad about is I think that you told me you got me and Hawthorne gifts. um, I did. Because my my birthday, I was in labor and Uh I never got Mm
1: -hmm. them. Yeah. No. I have I have a January and March birthday present for my niece and nephew. I have Susie or I have Maureen's med school graduation gift. Oh my God. I, when I tell you sometimes I wish I had a parent to be like, what are you doing? Like do this now. It's getting better, but Susie, I like, I'm not lying to you. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like I haven't. I, that is one thing I am working on too is where it's frustrating now that I'm in a, a very loving, sweet relationship is like, I grew up with empty words. So my expectations are always low. When someone does something, when you came up for my birthday and surprised me, and like you came up to North Carolina. Yeah, it after a everything you a
0: you, you said, it Brian, wasn't a surprise me. And I was like,
1: I was like, I don't think she's going to come because I... I wouldn't come like with everything going, not saying like, that's just, I know that's just like my mindset where I'm like, I look for, again, another king mommy issue is if I don't get excited and it doesn't happen, I won't be disappointed. So I, oh, I think yeah. I sometimes overcompensate for that. So I'm like, I got you the best thing ever. And I did, I do get that person. Like I, I do do it, but friends like just don't say it until it's done. Like that's the best thing ever. Like you just wait till on the way, you have a tracking. You get, like sending because yeah. it's like silly things. Like, where I'm like, I forget that people's brains are okay and they don't work. So like, if I told like his grandmother or my grandmother something, like, oh, I sent you something. They are checking the mailbox every day. They are pulling the mailman and being like, look, where is it? And I'm like, to help. straight to hell, straight to hell, fast because I'm like, people get excited and they look forward to things. And when you don't do them or you don't finish, the thought is great. Getting it is great. If you don't finish it through, yeah. it hurt. People get disappointed. So I've disappointed you. I have, I will send, and I think I'm in being in this grown-up, loving, committed relationship where I'm like, he's right. I'm. That's annoying. I would be really, If imagine if you order something online and it kept saying, pending or like, it kept saying like ship, but not delivered ship. He would go nuts. So I'm like, okay. So it is, we are getting to a point where like, he's like, all right, these two hours, what do you, what do you, what do you need to pack? Up and what, do we, <laughs> what do we need to do to help you be the better colleague? Because I just get Susie, I get so distracted. Like it, no. it is, it's not, Thank God we got
0: your diagnosis.
1: Yes. Yeah full blown ADHD. You know, she the test itself, um, the diagnostic test was 3 hours. The appointment, you have to go to like a series of appointments. The second appointment lasted about 15 minutes and she's like, "You've had this since you were a child." And I wrote which w- was really cool. She was like, "I want you to tell me about what it was like showing up to school in grade school, middle school, and high school." And like college, I was like, "Well, I didn't even finish college." And she was like, "Yeah, I could have told you that." But like, so I wrote down, and then she went through and read the symptoms, and I was like, "And like, what to look for in kids, like when they're." So my parents, they said yeah, the that reason. they did. They didn't want me to lose my sparkle and medicate me. Oh, <laughs> the most help I've gotten! They do. This- I know when my That's- list had a conversation with me it's like talking to a school like I'm literally like and it's rude and that's the thing is like I'm so I'm getting better at like other people's feelings and being I, I feel like I've always wanted to take care of people but like listening and being actually empathetic like truly empathetic is like realizing like not everyone thinks like you going when you cut people off it's rude I was just like but I've been talking like, but I have so many friends I can't be that rude if I <laughs> They're just putting uh, up. the most help. <laughs> yes, medication has helped. Uh, absolutely. I like I said, I'm privileged. I'm lucky. The most help I have had was through cognitive behavior, the CBT therapy, uh, the, the behavioral therapy, because it's literally like go in your mind, like go into uh, the scenario. What's where are we failing? What's going wrong here? And look, that was probably something that was delivered that I also I'm sending to you. Uh, I just have Empty promises. No, um. So it's it is very like it's reconditioning your mind of like, okay, don't do that, or don't spend a hundred dollars on an Erin Condren planner just because oh, it looks
0: pretty. Yeah.
1: And I lose it, and yeah, then it's like a year later, and I'm like, I can't even use this anymore. it's just like for years. So, yeah. yeah but you, you were very. I'm um, also uh, learning that people who are, have a later diagnosis have a very hard time with romantic and relationships and friendships because they are so flighty and so flaky that they don't all have Susie swags like you um who are patient and like they'll figure it out they'll figure it out like, they'll get diagnosed right like this something <laughs> has to like something has to change and be different and yeah okay before hold on i know you have to do you have like a viewing you have to get to like to like that too
0: so i have a little cushion okay. of time
1: so this was the Okay. box of matches. I feel like So is- I,
0: okay, so it was Colleen's birthday, November 5th, and i I'm not a good gift giver. Just
1: open this. i like... i
0: I am not a good gift giver. So I just I I compensate for that by buying people just like a large quantity of things and hoping like one of them will land. My friend Audrey's really good at getting gifts. She's like very oh. intentional. I mean it's the worst. You know, and it's she like, like never forgets happy. birthdays.
1: Oh. Um, I want to yeah. be like hey.
0: I know. And, and, and then, then
1: always, but I want to be like that's so,
0: amazing. I was like, Colleen's going through, like, wellness. I'm like, we both listen to the Skinny Confidential. She's in a lot of therapy. How can I, like, pull this into gifts? And one of the things I got you was um, a cute little journal prompt set that comes in a matchbox, and all of the journal prompts are on little matches. You just opened it. It is March. I,
1: I, I remember the package getting there, and I think it came in two. No, it was in one thing, and you said, like, you know, I sent you like skincare because you did. You're very intense. You're like, what do you want? And I'm since I was little, I don't know. Just I, yeah. I just like I'm not good at giving gifts. I'm not good at like I'm surprised when people send me gifts. Or remember, it's my birthday. It's terrible. I'm working on it. Like I said, um. So I, had, I remember I took the two creams out and they were great. There was like an eye cream and like a body something lotion that's like for sleep or calm or something. Both great. I don't know why I was like she sent me matches. Like that's. And I put them away and in my office that I'm like literally by March 31st has to be, everything has to be out and cleaned and organized because we're getting like a bunch of stuff redone in there. And I'm pulling out things like, oh my God, I meant to send this like six months ago. Okay. I had rolled it up and put it because I was like, oh, I want to like kind of explore this. I, mean, I meant to ask Susie why she sent me a, a matchbox. And I'm like, I didn't really even let you ship those. This is how it comes. Okay. So I had put it in the office. Brian was the sweet man that he was, uh, is, is, was cleaning through the office. He's just like, Oh, Colleen loves candles. I'll put it by where we keep our candles. Oh, he didn't help.
0: He didn't help with the situation. He didn't help,
1: but I didn't like, Hmm. Okay. So it's a box. It's a true matchbox with a, th- that didn't need oh. to be there. That, tell me that doesn't look, so I was a little stressed and I was like, let me light a candle because I, we, we got one of those great like rechargeable like lighters that like doesn't yeah. make smoke, run, but they die very quickly. We got it for Christmas and it's already like dead. I guess we also do light a lot of candles. So I pull this out and no words on it, by the way, no words. But, and that little guy was like, that looks like that could torch the place. Like, Ah! feet like just ferociously and and i'm already in a stressed state that's why i'm lighting this candle to like take some breaths and like pause and be present and i am just going in i'm like what am i doing wrong here and it's a very slick box i'm opening the box like pulling it and then i read spark balance 50 ways to be present and find your focus and i go oh my and i flip it over and it says, listen to some uplifting music and do nothing else. <laughs> I was, I raped. I was like, I was in, because I was half frustrated. And then I was like, really like, okay, why would, is this a prank? Like, why would Susie do this? And then I was like, Oh, these are. So then I went through all 50 of them. And I was like, these are to vote 20 minutes. This is a peaceful thing. And like in, when things are hot and fire flame, like take a minute. And I was like, I was, I was so embarrassed. I was so, I was well, like, I thing. don't want to even tell Susie cause she's going to make fun of me. But then I was like, yeah. I need to keep myself humble. I was like, Susie, and I texted you. I was like, Susie, I just did oh, something really hilarious.
0: Oh, so funny. You're like, are
1: they journal prompts? But I, but, but look in, in my, And in Brian's, because usually, like something I see, and I'm like, he's he's like calling no, and I'm like, he was like, oh sweet matches, like, (laughs) yeah, all right.
0: Are they are they thick like
1: matches? They, Uh, I'm convinced if I put this to a real matchbox, it would actually light. Like it it is a a sturdy, (laughs) like thick, like the box. Even why did they have to put that? Why did they Is have it, to put this right through? Yeah. It feels oh, I'm like... sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, no, no. I, I'm going to you. I did. I was like, okay, that's what happens when you don't open things immediately and put them in a... Because now it's right next to my bedside table with my journal and stuff. And it, it's got really great... It says a lot of do nothing. Think of some ex- activities you find exciting and do one right now. It's kind of like fun to do like as a... I feel like as a date thing. This one just says do nothing. That's the one... <laughs> That's what the match does. It did nothing, and I was like, I can't even be frustrated because this is fully my fault. And Susie like tried to get me something sweet and intentional and very like to make me better. And I was like, I was like, Susie, you need your money back. You got bamboozled, like. And then I was like, oh, so it's cute. I will keep it. I will keep you updated with. I know you have to go and look for a house. So good luck. Send me pictures of the house.
0: Thanks again, you guys, for listening to this week's episode of Unbranded with Miss Teen Loves You. I hope that you had just as much fun as we did. And I know that you gained some nugget of information that you needed to hear today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to it, leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a review, share it with your friends. If you think they would benefit from this episode or others, it makes me feel so good and bubbly and giddy inside. Until next week. Miss Dean loves you. I hope you have the best day ever. What do I,
1: what do I usually say with these things? I don't remember, but it's late. Okay. Bye guys.